Hi guys, welcome to episode four of the Spoken Podcast. I'm Gareth, and I'm here today with Brooke. <laughs> hey Brooke, how are you? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I've just had a massive coffee, so now I'm like on edge. So, you know, no, it was a very fun coffee, wasn't it? Our yes. coffee dates are always fun, Love which is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on. I know you're very busy. No worries. So we've got to try and cram it into like, because I know we've already spent about an hour talking about everything already, which is fantastic. So we're going to try and put it into a podcast for you guys as well, which is amazing. So first things first, what we're going to do is start off with your top five songs, Brooke. Love that. All right, you shoot, go. All right, we have saved them on here. I've also done my top five, which I think will align with Brooke's top five. So that's the plan. Okay. Coming in at number one. Oh. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. We all know what that stands for. Yes, and we all know that song. <laughs> then we have... Looking ass. <laughs> I told I, you they wouldn't be I know, appropriate. I think I should actually say, Brooke texted me this morning going, I'm not too sure if they're appropriate. Um, and I was like, no, 100% they are appropriate. There's no so, limits here. Yeah, there's definitely no limits. My girl Nicki Minaj, love her so much. If I was ever to turn, it would be for Nicki. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thotiana. Thotiana. Yes. Candy Shop Cross Element Remix. Yeah, love it. It's an oldie, but it's been remixed, so it's even better. And then there's another two, Dream Girl, and she like that. They're she like a that. yeah, they're a little bit more like um, island, you know. Yeah. From my Trinidad trips, uh -huh. I love it. That's <laughs> amazing. All right, well, my top five and no any of that. My top five aren't cool at all. But I'm going to try and wing it. I'm going to try and be very R&B. I do have Tupac tattooed on me, so, you know, I'm basically R&B. All right, so I've got Yo by Chris Brown, Slow Down by Bobby V, Bobby V, Valentina, Hey Lava, LL Cool J, and Boys to Men, Workout by J. Cole, and then also Heartless by Kanye West. I feel like they all sound very... Um emotional yeah no actually you've brought it out to me I'm, oh this is it this is the reason why i did it actually i just wanted to speak about that now i know i just realized it when i was yeah yeah good times all right let's get into it so let's talk about i don't want to just talk about all hair i want to talk about you because i think that's what people want to know as well um so let's start off um Let's kind of go end of school and then career options for you. Right. Let's start off there. So Gold Coast. Always been Gold Coast. Yep. I love it here. Yep. Um, so I went to school here and then I finished grade 12, but I was never one that was like good on the books, really. Yep. Join the club. Yep. So I knew I wanted to, I actually wanted to be a hairdresser since I was about five years old. Unreal. Um, I told my mum that when I was little. I used to do everyone's hair, like <laughs> cut my cool. friend's hair in the bath with like kitchen scissors. <laughs> yep. I've been there. Yeah. So when I got to like 15, it was like either two avenues. So I wanted to be a tattoo um, tattoo artist as well. Nice. So I had my portfolio ready to go and I went into the tattoo place and they said, come back when you're 18. Yeah. And then I didn't want to do my... Um, go for an OP in school yep. just because 
it was pointless for me. So that's when I got offered an apprenticeship. And so I basically went straight in while I was in school. Amazing. I did a school-based apprenticeship and then I went straight in full-time work afterwards. Cool. Yeah. How good's that? Yeah. I never knew about the tattoo stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I should also do a side note here as to how we met. Yeah. I should probably say that as well. I'll interrupt everything. So actually you can probably say how many years it's been, but Brooke actually does my stepsister Lauren's hair. So I kind of knew of Brooke kind of like a bypass. Law was always like, you need to catch up with Brooke. And then I'm like, yes, I know, but she's very busy. <laughs> I literally booked out for years. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. We need to catch up. We need to catch up. And then when we moved to this location, we were getting rid of our Mermaid Beach salon. So Brooke was actually looking for a salon for um, her space and actually came in, which was hilarious because I was like, I know hey. you. Uh, yeah, like we basically know each other. So yes, I think it was very much fate. Um, and also, I am so happy you didn't take that space. Like I love that space, but your space now is Yes. Like literally is amazing. Again, we'll, what I'll try and do is get Pete to edit some of your space and put that in as well. So people can see it. We'll put a hashtag down the bottom and the at as well, but it is amazing. Thank like, you. I think it's really cool. I remember you telling me the concept of it, obviously, when you came in and spoke to me and I was like, I was looking at Brooke going, oh my goodness, that is going to cost so much money. I'm like, don't do it here. I'm like, yeah. don't do it here. And I'm so glad you have now found that space. And yeah. it's like, it's so you. Yeah. It's like, it's so like there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I love that. Um, so yeah, it's amazing. And obviously Brooke's apprentice as well is through us with Elysian Institute, which is fantastic. So it's kind of been like a massive yeah. circle, but we got there in the end, yeah. didn't we? So yeah, and I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Um, but yeah, go on. So salon days. So apprenticeship. What was your apprenticeship like? Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm be careful. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I feel like, I, I feel like I'm, people watch my Instagram. Right? Yep. <laughs> to be honest, it was okay, Yep. but nothing. I, I promised myself I wouldn't treat my apprentice the way I was treated. Well, that's good. Yes. That's awesome. So I just, yeah, I just feel like I kind of got left in the lurch. She went bankrupt. I had to repeat like two years of my apprenticeship. Oh, yeah. So that wasn't fun, but the salon that I went to after that, I finished my apprenticeship yep. and they were really high end, really good with training. And although as an apprentice at the time, I thought I've been blow drying for three years now. I don't need to be doing this <laughs> shit anymore. Like yeah. I get it. I'm good. 100%. Like, yeah. I'm good at it. I know how to do this. Yeah. But now I'm like, I am so glad that the training was as full on as it was because yep. it made me the hairdresser I am now. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. So the start of it was a bit rocky and then after that, it just built me up and I had actually, I went to a, from a really posh salon yep. finishing my apprenticeship. Then they actually went bankrupt as well. And then I went to another salon, which was ratchet as like, I'm talking like, the music was like dirty music, oh, like yeah, nice. people were slut dropping on the floor. Yep. And I've walked in being trained at like this 
posh level like, just hi like... ma'am, how are you? And these people were like, what is this girl got off her ass? Yeah. Am I allowed to talk like this? Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> what is this Trust girl? Me, everyone <laughs> says this every single time. They're like, am I allowed yeah, to say I'm this? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's sweet. They're like, it's, what it is this girl got off her ass? Like, she's so up, like posh. Yeah. But it's just because that's how I was trained to be. Exactly. I, wasn't, I wasn't like that in real life, but I yeah. had this like work manner. So I think going from such a posh salon to something that was so ratchet, it gave me that like happy medium. Yeah, so I was that. professional now, but I enjoy it. Yeah, I yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I definitely think you can see that like your Insta and TikTok and stuff like that. And I love that because like what we were speaking about before, I think a lot of people can look at the industry and go, oh, I don't really want to go into that industry. But I can honestly say anyone who looked on that would go... I want to work there. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool environment. Yeah. And that's what we've tried to do here with the school. So it's great to see that people in the industry are actually doing that as well. So it's amazing. I love it. I, I'm always, like, pissing myself laughing when I see your Instagram stories and stuff like that <laughs> and your TikTok. It's amazing. It's just, like, it needs to be fun. Otherwise, yeah. like what you said, it's like, oh, geez, I'm coming to work and doing this and doing that. Yeah. But you want it, it to be fun. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right, I'm going to completely change it up okay so when did the whole fitness come into it had you always been kind of like fitness orientated or was it just like a bump suddenly you wake up and it's like this is like i feel like this could be a whole nother podcast yeah i know like, well this is another thing yeah, we might do a part two it's okay so when from when i was younger just like a quick story i was or always really body conscious yep and so I was smashing myself in the gym with no knowledge whatsoever Yep. Um, from about 15 and I just kept going and going and it was more of like a mental thing, I think, mm-hmm. for me. Um, and then it's not until I got to my last salon before I started working for myself, I thought that I actually hated working. In the, I thought I hated being a hairdresser yep. because yep. of the salons that I was in. So I left and I was like, that's it. I'm going to just be a PT now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Um, at that point, I obviously hadn't done my PT course. So I set up a little salon at home just to get me by. And that's yeah. how that kicked off. It just awesome. went. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> but I thought I still love my fitness and I still want to learn about it. And, you know, so then probably it was five years ago, I decided I wanted to do a comp. And then that's where it started. I just started competing and then got my pro card. And I think having that structure and the routine with my training actually helped me with my business as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So having that, um, when you, I think when you're motivated and you're so routined with one thing and you've got a goal with one thing, it just helps like every other aspect of your life. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's a yeah. that's an awesome little thing. I know we were speaking about um, earlier, Owen, he says exactly the same thing. He's like, so he was a professional cyclist mm-hmm. and he was saying, he goes, that mindset yeah. is like, I've just put it into business and it works perfectly. Yeah. So that's actually very interesting. So I'm sure most people who are watching this will understand how big your brand is and like absolutely massive. When was that? When was there a point to you where you went, wow, okay, this is starting to kick off? Like, was it your, was it something you would do personally or was it your fitness or was it everything just joined together and it just started building and building and building or like, because one thing we try and get into our students is 
it's so important for your brand. Like yes. that's where people are going to go, well, I'll go to them. I'll it's like what we were speaking about earlier. So yeah, that would be an interesting one to kind of find out how it all kind of started your brand and how it also grew as well. Yeah. So, so basically when I started my personal brand, I kept it very separate. Yep. So I kept my personal brand as me, my fitness, social media, just being me. And then I had my hair Instagram mm-hmm. or business and yep. I never merged them. Yep. That's one regret that I have from the start is I felt like because I built such a brand through my fitness that that's what people wanted. Exactly, yeah. You know, they wanted yeah. that was the person that they followed me for. It's not until I did a wedding probably three years ago where I was doing a bridesmaid's hair yep. and she said to me, I feel so weird that you're doing my hair. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. I've been doing this for like 15 yeah. years. Like, why is that weird? And she's like, because yeah. I follow you on Instagram and I never knew that you did hair and you're so wow. good at it. And I was like, that is so bad. Yeah. Like I've built such a brand for myself and people follow me for me and then they don't even know about my biggest talent. Absolutely. And my what I do every single day. Yeah. They see what I do on my personal Instagram when I wake up and I go to the gym. Yep. And then I'm dead silent on my personal Instagram yeah. the whole day because I'm in the salon and I'm working my ass off yeah. with something that I absolutely love and people don't even know didn't even know that side of me. So then that one comment straight away, like as soon as I got home, like I just merged it. I always promote my hair Instagram on my personal and vice versa now. Yeah. Do you ever get, this is an interesting one, right? And I'll, I'll say this because it's happened to me. So I'd like to see, have you ever had anyone say to you, oh, why did you post your business on your personal page? So that's what I used to do. I, I, I've deleted my personal Instagram because I had no brand. Yeah. Nobody was following me. They were just like, yeah, we'll just <laughs> see what Gar's doing. Um, so it was very much like I'd post a lot of my haircuts, the Barber Academy, Elysian and stuff like that. And then people would go, Oh, like I'm not following you to see your hair. And mm. I was like, well, that's what I do. Like, so it, it was an interesting one because a lot of people would go, Oh, geez, like, He's posting about his business again, like on his personal page and stuff like that. But I actually really enjoy seeing that on people's pages. Cause like what you said, sometimes you have no idea what somebody does. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely no idea. The prime example, <laughs> we've started the Barber Academy up in Brisbane. Like nobody, it's been there for six months doing well. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew until. Arthur and myself went up there. We took a video on Instagram, put it up saying, oh yeah, welcome to our Brisbane campus. And everybody goes, oh, congratulations on Brisbane and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, we've six months. Yeah. yeah. And we've put it on Instagram, but it just needed a video of me going, welcome, welcome. to Brisbane. Yeah. Which is absolutely bonkers. But yeah, I just wondered if anybody's ever kind of said that to you or if you think you've lost followers or anything like that doing it or. I've lost the wrong followers. Yeah. So people that don't want to see, like, that's me. That's yeah, a part absolutely. of me. So yes, I might've lost some followers, which probably are like creepy old men anyway. Exactly. You know, if I'm not uploading something of my yep. fitness or myself. Then, absolutely. You know? So I think the people that are still on there and watch my stuff is the right people that that's I want amazing. following me. Yeah. 
Do you ever, like, this is a weird one for me, right? Because I have never had like a big following or anything like that. And there is a part of me that's just like, I'd love to have that many followers. Like, do you ever look at your Instagram and go, holy shit, there's like thousands of people looking at what I do daily? Like, do you ever think like, this is bonkers. I've got like 70,000 plus followers literally knowing exactly what I do daily. Like, um, Maybe at the start. Yeah. And now it's just like. Oh. Now it's like just the normal, but I kind of like it because yeah. when people come into the salon, they're like, oh, how's Bronxy? Like, I know. Like, I love oh, that. Like, yeah. How's this? Or oh, I saw you did that. And I'm like, oh, this is so easy. I don't yeah. have to explain anything. Like they just know. That's so cool. So it kind of like helps conversations and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I think we should also talk about your dogs as well, because yeah. that's one thing <laughs> which we both have massively in common. And we definitely need a puppy date. Like it has to happen. <laughs> so Spud would love your dogs. I know Spud. for a while. I know. <laughs> little Spud. And we should have brought the dogs in today. I, I said this to Zoe last time. I was like, we'll do it for part two. two. We'll bring the yeah. dogs in. Um, but yeah, I know like there's one thing which, um, I kind of asked mum, like what, what's your reasoning behind what you do and she was like oh the family so like my dogs and stuff like this <laughs> and I was like I love that because my out is going home and seeing Spud yeah like I know that sounds ridiculous but I think we can kind of relate to that where like we were talking about the hours we're working at the moment but if yeah. I can go home and I see Spud I don't think about anything else yeah. it's just like boom my yeah. full attention is on that now whether that will happen when I have kids or not I said the same. I'm <laughs> I don't like, know. Will I ever love my child I know. like this? I like, know. I don't know. I know. It's, I don't know if it's scary is the right word, but it's very much like, like I've never wanted kids. Yeah. I never wanted kids, but I always wanted a dog. Like yeah. that's all I wanted. And then obviously I met Lani and Lani's like, I want a family. So now I've been suckered into it. Sorry, Lani. Um, but it's, it's very much like, Spud is my out. Like, that's why I wanted him. And it's like, I get to go home. Like what I was saying, I go home a lot and I speak to Lani and it's about work and whatnot. But I just love going home, seeing him. And it's like, it's like I can give him a nice little cuddle. And I'm like, ah, everything's good. It's like, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it's kind of like, I suppose, well, this would be an interesting question because so my out is fitness. Yeah. Like, so when I... it's been a long time since I went to the gym, but if I go for a run or a walk or whatever, that's my work is not even on my kind of level. It's just like, that's my out. Now, because I suppose fitness was kind of your work and is your life as well. Is that an out for you is, or does that feel like you're going to the salon? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it sort of does. Yeah. I do it before work so I wake up super early before my brain's even awake and try and get it done then but because it's not just something that I do you know like just to keep me fit it's sort of there's always a purpose absolutely behind how I train and stuff like that like obviously leaning towards my next comp yeah so it does sort of feel like work in a sense because I'm working absolutely on something um, so my, my out is like, if I can go to the beach and just lay in the sun and yeah, fall asleep, cool. that's my out. Like, I just want to 
chill yeah. i find it really hard to chill like i'm really high energy Same. even like to sit here i'm like <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like i want to tap my foot i know i'm like, always I'm twitching, like twitching. And stuff like i know so just know. chilling and like laying some baking that's just my thing and yeah. obviously bronxy as well yeah no i yeah. was gonna say i was like of course yeah yeah it's it's a very interesting one i'm glad you said that you find it hard to chill because yeah. i feel exactly the same like um obviously we went to melbourne yesterday and the night before it i was like right i need a good sleep because this is a big day like we were doing 12 hours there i slept for three hours yeah and i'm like fantastic because my head's going like this i'm lying in bed going i am so tired yeah but it's just like the clogs are turning um so yeah it's it's very interesting what you're out is i love that i love that you can just go beach boom next one (laughs) How do you deal with your time management? Because I know a lot of people, and I'm sure you do as well, who are doing these pro comps. They don't work. Mm. That is their job. It's like, yes. this is purely what we, they may do online training or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Now you're also running a very successful business yeah. and you are absolutely jam packed with clients. Mm-hmm. So how are you? How do you manage your time with that? And also, do you think it hinders the performance? On one of them? Um, I think I've gotten to a point now where I can manage both of them. Yeah. Um, I found when I first started competing that my um, business or my hair side was lacking yep. because I was so in the fitness. Um, but I think having such an off season now with competing, obviously, because of COVID and stuff like that, yep. I've really managed to appreciate and like build up the work side of things that I can do both. Yeah, that's awesome. Um time management, I think it helps that I am really routined and that I am a workaholic as yeah. well because I don't feel bad when I don't that that's just my life. That's yeah. just how it is and I love it. Absolutely. So I'm driven by that. Yeah. In a sense. So I don't really ever switch off from work. <laughs> I know um, how you feel. Yeah. It's just having that routine is what makes me feel like I've managed my time correctly. So like wake up, coffee, get ready for the gym, go to the gym, come home, get ready, work all day, go home, go on the computer, do my stuff. Like it's just like that, but I don't hate it. Yeah. So I don't feel like I'm, you know. See, that's a very good point because so I'll give you a little bit. Again, this podcast is about Brooke, not about me. I feel like I'm talking all the time, Um, (laughs) but I felt five years ago, I would literally be in work and I was like, if it was past five, I'd be like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? Like, I want to go home. I can't be asked for this and whatnot because I didn't really feel like I was part of this business. I was working for another company. So it was like, but when it's your own, it's like, I think I did 90 plus hours last week and it felt like I did 10. Yeah. Like, I was like, I still managed to have a golf lesson and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. still managed to, although Lani may disagree, but I still managed to have a little bit of a social life. But it's a it's a very interesting one what the kind of, like, indicators are for me. Like, I, it's, it's really bad, but I like to hear somebody else go, oh, geez, that's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you walked in and you're like, oh, wow. And then it reminds me, oh, yeah, this space is amazing. Yeah. Like sometimes I completely forget and I'm so focused on something that I'm like oh geez yeah we've done this oh we've missed out on this and then somebody will go like Stacy one of our trainers was like are you serious like look how far you've come in two years like and you're complaining about oh yeah that wall should be gray for example you know what I mean um 
because again, this is one thing which I asked mum. I was like, so what, what do you classify as rich? Right? Because mm. five years ago, I would have said I'd be driving a Lamborghini and I'd have a couple of million in the bank. I'd be retired and sweet. So I would, it's completely opposite now, but mum's kind of thing was rich is literally spending time with the grandkids. It was like, that's all I think about. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to know what kind of your thoughts are on, is it money related, business related, life related? Like, yeah. I think freedom. Yeah. Having the freedom, although I love what I do and you have to love what you do. That's the type of freedom already. Yep. You're not, you know, locked into something that you don't love every day. But I think the freedom of being able to still make money, yep, but have time. Absolutely, time is so important. Yep. And I'm very time poor to do those extra things. Yeah. So I think, as a business owner there's never gonna you're always gonna find something the next thing yes. like you said like you look in here and you don't appreciate what, yeah. what you've done because you you've got that drive you always want more and more and more yeah. so as much as i say freedom like will i ever <laughs> allow myself to have that <laughs> yeah like i don't think so because i just i just want to keep doing more like, exactly that's when i look at say someone else's life who is like they've got the money coming in but they're laying on the beach and it's yep. like I look at that and I'm like, oh my God, that's the life. Yeah. But I would never be. I know, I'll exactly. I'll never be that person yeah. because I, I'm so driven and I always want to do more and I, I have to be busy. That's what get, makes me driven. So Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting one because, again, I'm repeating what I've said in previous podcasts, but it's my whole goal was to retire at 30, right? I was like, I'm going to be that guy. Retire at 30. I'm going to be the one who's like, yeah, look at all you peasants working and stuff like this. I literally am now, I'm lucky I get my mum's worth ethic. If my dad's listening to this, he's going to think what a prick. But <laughs> my dad was very much like, he worked in the steelworks. He went in after school, 16, retired when he was 55. Happy days, good retirement, like same, literally the same job for that many years. I couldn't think of anything worse. Mm. Like I get bored so easily. Um, it's like this place has changed so many times since we've been here, yep. which is funny because you actually came in here before we had anything in here as well to yep. check out the space. So it's pretty cool for you to see as well. So yeah, it's, um, it's something which I really struggle with because I know mum says this to me all the time. She's like, oh, you should be celebrating the wins and stuff like that. But there is a part of me which I'm like, well, I'm not happy. And I think if I was happy, I'd slack off. And then that then causes everything to kind of go down. So that's a very interesting point with, yeah, what you're saying about, I don't think I'll ever switch off. No. I don't think it's, no. I definitely know you won't. Yeah. I know for well you won't because there's, I mean, I know you personally, obviously, but even looking at your pages and stuff like that, like, you know, already you're like, oh, geez, she doesn't stop. No. Like she doesn't stop. And if somebody goes, oh, you need a month off, like you wouldn't be able to do it. You do Absolutely. a week and go, ah, I can't do this. Well, you wouldn't even do a week. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very interesting one because I know a lot of people say like, oh yeah, you should have a holiday. And I get a lot of people going, oh, I'd love to have a holiday. And I'm like, you know what? I would love to have a holiday, but I also couldn't think of anything worse. Cause yeah. I'm like the whole time we went on holidays to Cairns last year. All I think about is like, oh, what's going on at work? Like, 
am I, am I missing out on something? Is everyone all right? And stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's very good times, but, um, that's very interesting to hear from you, Brooke. That's awesome. That's cool. I like that. I think that's a very good trait to have. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that if somebody doesn't go, I want to work, 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 that that's like they're, they're both good and bad, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but I think it's just like the di- like different people. So someone who has more freedom and they are more chill and relaxed and stuff yep. like that, they look at what we do and they're Absolutely. like, why do you want to do I that? Know. Like, like I couldn't think of anything worse. But yeah, but then... <laughs> we like you said like being happy like we're generally happy but we're never happy enough to just stop yeah you know like there's always more absolutely i always want more like i'll never be satisfied and i and i do need to celebrate the small wins like yeah but i don't because yeah, i'm no. like what's now what's next i've exactly. done that okay that now now what absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a very interesting one. Like I, we always thought like our goal as a company was if we can get a salon and teach out of it, like I still remember when we got that Mermaid Beach salon and I was like, fuck, we've made it now. This is it. A couple of years I'll be retired. Like this is, and then yeah, I realized how much it cost us, how much debt it put us into. And I was like, oh, and then when we moved here, everyone was like, wow, that's amazing. And I was like, mm. Yeah, it's okay, but I want one in Sydney now. Yeah. I want one in Melbourne now and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's an interesting one because it's it's great to talk to people who are like minded, mm-hmm. but it's also good to speak to people like what you said who are like no, like I think completely the opposite. And it's like that does sometimes think, oh, you know what? This weekend, like I will go and do that. I'll spend time with my family and do this and do that. So it, it's tough because all of my family work in this business. Yeah. So it's like, I literally, I go home, I go and see mum. Like mum is my business partner. We just speak about business all the time, which sucks. Um, and I would really like it to be like, oh yeah, she's my mum. I'll speak yeah. about mum stuff. But Aww. there you go. It's good fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll get emotional on that one. Um, all right, cool. Back to Brooke talking about myself again. I hate talking about myself as well, right? So this has been an eye opener with the podcast. I'm like, yeah. So what's, what's your kind of goals? Let's go for 2022. Let's go for five years, 10 years, whatever. What's your kind of not only career goals, but personal goals as well? Mm-hmm. Um, so starting with career goals, my next step is getting, finding the perfect senior for the salon. Yeah. Um, I'm in there 24 seven on the tools. I've been doing that for 15 years and like, I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to freak any of my clients out. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's not leaving. She's not, not leaving. Guys. I never will. I, I truly think I'll never fully be off the tools. Yeah. Cause I love it. Exactly. It's like my, it, it's like my fix. Yeah. Um, so I do want to work more on the business. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to go into workshops. So I feel like I've created and built such a knowledge and like specific techniques that work for me that I want to teach them. Absolutely. Um, so it would be good for me to do workshops and stuff like that. I would love to get into that and just share my knowledge that I've learned over the years, um, to fill the salon so that I can not be there for a day but still have it running is just like a small goal that I want to yeah, that's awesome. be doing in, within the next year. Um, I did name it BW Studios for a purpose. Yep. 
the S on the end in hope to then get some more. Amazing. Um, so that's sort of like the business goal for the next couple of years. Cool. Um, and then obviously, yeah, to, to step back and do more workshops and, fa- and stuff like that. And then personal, um, I'm hoping to compete this year, the end of the year. Amazing. Um, and then just really build my personal brand as well. Yeah. Because like I said, it comes in hand in hand. Absolutely. Um, I promote my business on my personal and just focusing more on, I'm very big on like um, women confidence and stuff like that. So they're sort of like combined as well. I think when I have girls come into the salon, I'm glad that I've now got that personal knowledge about fitness and health and stuff yeah, like absolutely. that because they girls come to me for that while they're getting their hair done. That's so amazing. All that's so cool. Yeah, that is literally so cool. Like it's. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. I know some of the plants that Brooke have, which we ain't going to say on this podcast because it'd be giving it away, but it is actually amazing. Like, I think it's so cool. And I wish more people were like that and went, yeah, let's do that because you have so much to give. Now I can tell that and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass now. I'm just being <laughs> honest. So it's like, you're like, yeah, please do, please do. Um, like I know your apprentice, for example, about and Michelle, who's, out there currently working, who's her trainer, who says how much of an advantage it is to have a salon owner like yourself, who it's like, who will push, who will train. Like there's salons out there who go, you guys train them. We don't want to borrow them. And it's really upsetting to see that because obviously you know what mum's like and how she thinks about education. And we do get a bad name sometimes like education in general. Um, because of stuff like that. And I think, well, it's got to come from both ends. And that's what I think has worked really well with apprentices, especially now we're starting to get a lot more salons like yourself, like young, driven, Mm -hmm. like stupid amount of experience, extremely talented. And people are going like, well, yeah, I want to surround myself with people like that. Yeah, That's what we want to do as a college. And it, it will start like, you're so new as well to the the actual studio is so new as well it's like it just reminds me of kind of what we started it's like it'll take one little thing somebody will see it and then it'll just go boom yeah and it will be like like i think it will be like i won't name the salon in case they do us for copyright but i i can see this being mirrored all over australia like i the way that you run it the way that it looks I can see people going like, I could see that in shopping centers. I could see it like, it's so, so, yeah, exactly. Like I, that video which you put on, I was just like so mind blown. And I'm like, that is so amazing. That's one person who's done that. Yeah. Like, and again, this is one thing which mum always says. It's like, you look at all of these massive companies, it's always, they get 10 stupidly rich people together and go right let's just buy this this and this but you look at these people who are doing it individually like yourself built it up over the years i can imagine you could have done a salon 10 years ago and just gone yeah i'll just do a salon and do it now but i love like when we first spoke and you were like no i'm i'm playing the waiting game because i want exactly the right space i want it like this i want it like that not like all right i just need to make money boom there you go i'll put it in there like i'll skimp out on the fit out and stuff like that like a lot of places do like the fit out alone is amazing like it's so cool i was like i said to mom i was like i would love that as a barber shop 
Like yeah. it's that it's, type of like, it's so luxurious. It's like, I love it. It's so cool. And it just looks like an amazing environment. So going back to what Brooke said, um, about a senior as well, I'll get Pete to put something up here on the banner, which they can contact you if anybody's <laughs> looking, um, for a new challenge. I mean, to me, if I was looking for a new challenge, this is exactly what I'd be looking for purely because I know I could take loads of stuff from yourself, mm -hmm. not only work related, but life related in general, which I think is something which a lot of people need, um, especially in the hairdressing industry. Yeah, like absolutely. it's, it's crazy. I know mum speaks about it all the time and exactly what you just said. We get sucked into it a lot in the barber industry, 30 minutes, bum, 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 get them out. You guys spend the whole day with your yeah. clients. It's like, if you're just there going, like that it's like it will it just goes to show your brand your business and everything which is working amazing so yeah i can't believe how much smoke i've blown up your ass now it's ridiculous <laughs> people are going to be thinking like how much is he getting paid to do this and i'm disagreeing uh, i know like I, yeah, yeah you're right you're right i know yeah it's like yeah which is amazing um but yeah i definitely it's a it's a very interesting one i think i think it would be amazing position for somebody to go into like i'm thinking in my head of people who i'm like oh, they would fit in perfectly there <laughs> like that so yeah we, we'll discuss that okay. in further anyway um so yeah it's it's i love that you'll be competing as well this year my head is going like oh my god how the hell are you fitting that in I with know. competing like and i never know yeah i never know how i do it but it happens but it happens yeah and i have breakdowns and stuff like i'll be on the phone to my mom and i'm like oh my god yeah. this and that and blah 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 and i just managed to always she always says to me think back to this time when you thought you couldn't get through that yep and you do like you always just manage to find a way like yeah, I so cool. I just do more and more and more and just it just I just cram it in and I don't know how I do it I love it it's amazing but it, it drives me like the busier I am the more motivated I am absolutely absolutely it isn't that a crazy thing like that is absolutely crazy because a lot of people go like oh a lot of people with no time this is a classic one where somebody told me it's like oh how's your week been? And everybody goes, oh, I've just been working the whole week. And then like the, the guy who was saying the podcast, he goes, no, you haven't. And it's kind of like, oh, what? because that's the automatic response. Yeah. Oh, I've been so busy with work. All right, cool. Like, what have you been doing? Mm. And then they go, uh, 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 and they're like, you've literally worked 24 seven on work yeah. this week. And I know for a while they work nine till five in somewhere and I'm like well you haven't really been working the whole week have you so it's a very funny one that I love it it's um it's so interesting but I mean I think we could talk for hours but I should probably cut it here and I think there's a part two as well coming 100% about the stuff which we're going to work on like there's one thing I can say that I'm so excited about what we've spoken about and what we'll work on and whatnot so keep an eye out on Brooke's socials as well as mine as well. We'll put them up. Pete's very good with editing. Thanks again, Pete. So you can put all of this up. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be amazing. I'm so pumped. Same with a couple of the brands, which we're aligning with now. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to see where we'll both be in 12 months. Like it's absolutely amazing because I've seen how far you've come in the last 12 months. It's like, 
absolutely crazy so i love it but it's yeah it's a massive credit to you brooke honestly like i know you you put a stupid amount of hours in but i really hope you realize like it's amazing what you've done like it's so cool um and i yeah i hope it keeps on going in the industry like if our industry can keep on going this way um geez we're we're in for a fun couple of years like it's it's going to be amazing i i think we need to go back to what hairdressing used to be yes. and it was like people were like yeah i want to get in there because it's a fun industry not just like oh yeah i couldn't get a job anywhere else so i'm becoming a hairdresser yes. um so yeah i'm i'm so pumped honestly i reckon it's amazing and hopefully a lot of people can kind of see what you're doing and go you know what i want to do that like i can do that um not everybody can do that <laughs> i'll tell you that for a start but yeah i think it's it's honestly amazing and i'm so pumped so right i've done enough blowing smoke up your ass that right thank you so much for coming on honestly i know how busy you are um but yeah we'll put all of brooke's socials and stuff like that so you can follow brooke um but yeah we'll definitely do it. We could keep going. Yeah, there's so much. About myself, and we'll start talking about Brooklyn, um, which Love is amazing. I know. No, it's so please. bad. It's so bad. I feel so cringy. Every time I talk, I'm like, oh, God. So, no, I know. It's good times, but thank you so much. Thank Honestly, it's amazing. Enjoy, guys. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. See you all soon. <laughs>